Section 20 of Birds in All Nature, Volume 6, Number 5, December 1899. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Kangaroo692. Stories from Birdland A specimen of that egg of that rara avis, the great auk, which was discovered after twenty-seven years in a disused attic in the house of Lord Garva in England, recalls to mind the fact that only about seventy of these zoological treasures are now known to exist. Of these, G.F. Raleigh of Brighton possesses half a dozen, while Professor Alfred Newton of Cambridge, the well-known zoological expert, has half that number. The same gentleman discovered a splendid set of ten, labeled penguin eggs, in the Royal College of Surgeons upward of thirty years ago, while the University Museum at Cambridge possesses four, which were the gift of the late Lord Lilford, whose beautiful grounds at Ondal were a veritable paradise of bird life. One of these was brought to light in a farmhouse in Dorsetshire, and another changed hands in Edinburgh for a mere trifle. It is a remarkable fact that whereas in 1830 the market price of a great ox eggs was no more than a dollar twenty-five, Lord Garva's specimen was bought from Dr. Troughton in 1869 for $320. Sir Vonsi Crewe, in 1894, paid 1575 for one. In 1897, another was knocked down in London for 1470 and a slightly cracked specimen went about the same time for 840. Not so long ago, a couple of these eggs were purchased at a country sale for $19 and resold for 2284 Some few years ago, a robin took up his abode near the communion table in the old abbey at Bath, England, and remained there for some considerable time. His victualling department being presided over by a friendly verger. He naturally had every inducement to remain, and remain he did. During sermon time, with the exception of an occasional chirp of approval, he preserved an exemplary silence, neither coughing nor yawning, but when the hymns were sung, and he perched himself on the communion rail, his voice could be heard high above those of the human singers. All red breasts, however, do not behave so well, and one at Ely Cathedral, some time ago, carried on in such a manner that he brought disgrace upon his tiny head. During the service he behaved fairly well, but when the clergyman ascended the pulpit and began to speak, the robin deliberately perched himself on an adjacent pinnacle of the chancel screen and began to sing, and the louder the preacher spoke, the greater volume of sound proceeded from the irreverent bird, till he had to be removed. The first place in the ranks of birds was until lately given by naturalists to eagles and hawks. The low-foreheaded tyrants are now dethroned, and the highest development of the race is reached in the family of the sparrows if the following story be true. A man was feeding with breadcrumbs a wood pigeon at his feet. One of the bird's feathers 
which was ruffled and out of place, caught the eye of a sparrow. The little bird flew down, seized the feather in its beak, and pulled its best. The feather did not yield at once, and the pigeon walked off with offended dignity. The sparrow followed, still holding on, and in the end, flew off triumphant with a trophy to its nest. End of section 20. This recording is in the public domain.